Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast, brought to you in conjunction, as always, with the Old City Sports Network. Ten days until football is back. Oh yeah. Just ten days days uh unreal can't believe we made it to this point i feel like i say that every year but we it's always a great feeling when football's back uh, unfortunately t gods could not make it today for the wide receiver and tight end ranks we will obviously try to chime in a little bit as to what his thoughts would be um unfortunately lost a, a dog this week so condolences to my mans if you want to send uh some love to him his way on instagram definitely go do that uh but we are in the heart of draft season so we're wrapping up our preseason draft prep content today, breaking down both tight ends and wide receivers. As always, if you're here live, have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat. Uh, we will get to all of them when we get a chance. Wide receiver rankings. Uh, just want to do quick ad. Did not put it in here. So off the top, underdog fantasy, make sure you use our promo code SUPERFB, S-U-P-E-R-F-B, if you deposit uh, $100 or less. I think it's 10 up to $100. It will get matched uh, 100%. So if you deposit 10, they'll give you 10 back. If you deposit 100, you'll get 100 back. A uh, ton of contests going on right now. Football season starting up. It's way different than DraftKings or one out where you're like picking based on salary. It's an actual draft that you're joining. Check it out. More than worth it. Promo code SuperFB. Win some money. All right wide receiver rankings just did this for tight end so let's do the same thing for wide receivers uh wide receiver seems deep but also shallow this year in a weird way like the early rounds it feels like it's deep because you're just getting elite guy after elite guy but once you get past like that like 15 16 17 mark for wide receivers yeah. it's kind of a dead zone from like 17 to 30 where like all guys could be about the same value um and then after that, it kind of gets scary after like 35, 40, where like it's like you're just throwing darts at that yeah. point. I don't feel like it's as deep in that area as it has been in the past. So elite wide receivers flying in round one feels more important than ever to get one early. What are your thoughts? Are you considering double wide receivers a strategy this season? What are we doing here? Triple wide receiver is my strategy. Triple wide receiver. Triple wide receiver. I like. I just did that in a draft, and I actually liked how my team turned but out. But where so. were you? Where were you? I was third overall. Yeah, I feel like you have to be very early or at the end. I've, I don't know. Yeah. I've never tried it at like six, seven, eight, but it's harder. There, that'll be sure. the test. Yeah, I feel like at six, seven, eight, it's a good spot to grab, um, like that, like one of the higher end running backs, and then one of the lower end wide receiver ones, and just yeah. go from there. But um, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I've been leaning more towards wide receiver in drafts early this year. Um, if good running backs fall to me later, if I'm like a pick 10 or 11 or 12, then I'm like tempted. I'm like, all right, might have to grab one here. But I think I'm in on the the early wide receiver train. How about you, Matt? No, I agree 100%. All depending on where I'm picking at. But you also got to pay attention too because if wide receivers are flying off the board and you have the chance to get two of those elite yeah. running backs, I think. I do think you have to take that opportunity. I'm scared to do that, though. I'm scared because then I'm like, my wide receiver one ends up being like Amari Cooper. DJ Moeller. What's wrong cool. with that? It's yeah, ugly. It's ugly. Left. Okay. Say you I have like Amari Saquon Cooper and Chubb wide and then Amari Cooper. Well, take away Chubb because him and Cooper are on the same team. But. Okay. So let's say Saquon and Bijan, and then you get Amari Cooper somehow in the third. That's It's not bad. It's you not bad. You can live with it. You can definitely live with it. I, I'm just scared of the double RB strategy. It's bit me in the ass so many times in yeah. the past. I know, uh, me too. But... Wide receivers are more reliable to stay healthy compared to the running back position. So that's what steers me away from that. Um, and I feel like running backs low-key deeper this year too. Like it when is. you get to like the 20s, there's still guys where you're like, oh, I'm not mad about getting yeah. a shot white yeah. here or James Cook or Pacheco or whoever there. Whereas like I'm in the wide receiver realm there, I'm like, do I really like this guy? Do I really want Deontay Johnson on my team right now? I don't know. Um, I feel like all I the mean, teams, the teams that are like sharing backfields with two two guys, I admit, that's what makes the back the running back so much deeper because 50-50 splits. Can't really yeah. go wrong with either guy. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think wide receiver will continue to be the trend moving forward earlier in drafts. Uh, just because they're safer and elite. 
let's not draft running backs anymore. All right, that's receivers. <laughs> tight ends, I get that. Outside of that, you need the running backs. <laughs> no QBs. <laughs> yeah. Um, at the number one slot, I don't think we have much of a difference across the board. Do we all have J. Jeff at one? Mm-hmm. It should yeah. be pretty clear cut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm not mad if you take Jamar or Cup at one over him or whoever, like, in that, like, top four or five. But Jefferson's number one for me. He's just so solid last year. Um, and not, and only thing that really changed for him is more opportunity. He's going to get more targets because Dylan is now gone. So Jefferson should be just fine. He can beat double teams. I'm not worried about him whatsoever. Uh, after Jefferson, it also seems <clears> like we all have a very similar top five. I think, Q, you are the only one who has Devontae Adams in your top five over Cooper Cup. So what's what's up with the Cooper Cup? Hey, are you nervous about the injury this year? I mean, that's a little bit. There's still Matt Stafford. Who knows how healthy he is? Um, and Devontae Adams, I feel, is just in a better situation. Well, I guess they're eh. – I just like Devontae, Adam, Devontae Adams more. I respect it. I mean, obviously, he hasn't proved us wrong. I do have him a little bit lower than that. Uh, but outside of that, I think we all have the rest the same, which is just uh, Jamar Chase, aside from Q with Cooper Cup there. But we all, me and Matt have Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, and Stefan Diggs. Yep. In some form or fashion, those are the elite of the elite, the cream of the crop. We're going to continue to draft them early and often in round one. Uh, so let's go after the top guys here and move on to where we have some differences. Let's get into where we are thinking differently. Starting with Jalen Waddle, going currently at wide receiver 11, 24th overall. T Gods, if you are still here with us in the chat, you can drop why you are uh, loving Jalen Waddle, having him at nine. Uh, Matt, you're right there with him at 10. I have him right below ADP at 12, and Q despises him at 13. <laughs> so Q, why do you hate Jalen Waddle? I'd, I'd hate Tua, and he's just. <laughs> um, I'd actually move him down to 14. I'd take T, T over him, but uh, I just feel like that's too high for a number two. DK could maybe take him over. Well, I don't like DK. I'm not going to go that far, but I don't know. There's something about Waddle I'm just not a fan of. He he did have some down weeks as well last last year. So, uh, two, but Tua, Tua is probably my biggest fear. It's I could go the same with Tyreek and move him outside the top five if I really wanted to dig that deep, but spicy. <laughs> Two is just scary. Two is the the X factor of these guys I mean, being good. Even with Tua and backups all year, he still finished wide receiver eight. Although Tyreek did miss some time, but Waddle I mean, had some huge games too. Well, that comes with the down weeks. Yeah, I know exactly. You got to take it for what it is. Yeah, I like him. I have him at twelve, obviously right below ADP. Um, I'm he's at the top of my like wide receiver two like. The, the best of the wide receiver twos. So I have them right above T and Devontae Smith. I think all three of those guys are kind of in that same tier of like, they basically are wide receiver ones, but they are the wide receiver two on their team. Um, I do have the only other person that I have over him that maybe you don't, Matt, would be like Chris Olave. Um, I'm big on Olave this year. So that's probably the only reason I would do that. Yeah. I have Olave. Like the, the amount of times he scored five or less last year is not someone I'd take inside the top 12. I don't know. I respect it. Matt, you're also higher on Waddle. I assume you just love him because of this offense and the target share. Yeah. I mean, they just got uh, Devin Ashane or however you say his last <laughs> name, but the Dolphins really never run the ball consistently. Uh, Tua loves to air it out. We saw that last year. As long as he can stay healthy, I think Rick and Waddle are still going to have similar years to last year. And they're two of the more fun receivers to watch. So not just why not just let them run around and catch the ball? That's what the fans want to see, and I feel like that's what they're going to do. I don't yeah. know how much they trust this clusterfuck of a backfield. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, question in the chat about tight end. So back backtrack real quick. Is Kelsey a stretch at five for half PPR? Yes. Not at all. What? I would say so. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. He was a uh, Kelsey hater. He's well, not. no, I just, I don't want to take him at five, but it, it yeah. could be it could be. I mean, Ingram, if you had the same skill set as Travis Kelsey, I still would say no. I just don't like the tight end that early. I don't value them as much. 
Evan Ingram part confused me for a second. Well, yeah, right. it's like, just like if you, quit, <laughs> if you change Travis Kelsey's name to someone I liked, yeah, I still would feel the same way. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think obviously Kelsey's going higher than like any tight end has gone <laughs> in the past. I think we saw maybe Gronk's ADP get this high at one point at his peak. Um, but I think his value is just so far above. I just saw him go at two and a half PPR draft. I said earlier, Kelsey, you can take him pretty much anywhere in that first round. It's maybe aside from like top three for me. I feel like once you're at four, you can start considering him there. I think the big three for me are Jamar, Jefferson, and then I'm also considering McCaffrey there. Yeah, it's like those are my clear cup. Yeah, like I think those are also you can consider, but I think you could consider Kelsey over Eckler Cup. All right, let's move on to Keenan Allen, currently going wide receiver 19, 42nd overall. I have him all the way up at 15. Q, you have him at 17. T guys has him at 18, and Matt has him at 19. Uh, Matt, you don't really hate him. You have him at ADP. So it fits pretty well. I think it's a fair spot to take him. And I think with this offense, there's a lot to choose from for Justin Herbert adding Quentin Johnson, Mike Williams, obviously still there. And for what it's worth, they still have Gerald Everett and their plethora of tight ends. So I think the ball is going to be spread around a good bit. I don't want to say Keenan's looking on the wrong side of 30, but it might be catching up with him. And you guys know how I feel about Mike Williams. So I just don't think he's going to be that elite wide receiver one, but we'll definitely still have that mid to low end wide receiver two value for me. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I really love about Keenan, I'm definitely scared of like the re-injury risk and the age. I think that's kind of why I have baked in. Like if that wasn't a risk, I would still have him as a wide receiver one this year. Like if I could tell you, if, if you could tell me Keenan Allen was going to be fully healthy this season, I would still have him as a wide receiver one. <laughs> Keenan Allen from week, when he came back last year, if you look at his numbers, it's, he was insane. Uh, week 11 through 18, he was wide receiver three. Yeah. He averaged 18.8 points per game. He only had nine points less than Jefferson and two points less than Devontae Adams. You have more than AJ Brown, more than Jamar Chase. Like obviously some of those guys made out week 18. Um, But like with Herbert and on this offense, they're just want to sling the ball and Keenan Allen's still going to be his top target this year. He may have lost a step obviously coming off of injury and whatnot, but like he was healthy at the end of last season. He didn't get hurt in the off season. So he's still coming in at that same level. I'm still in on Keenan Allen. Solid wide receiver, too. Uh, moving on to DeAndre Hopkins. Q, you're going to have to defend this one alone because T-Gods was with you at 19. ADP wide receiver 21. So you guys are really only a little bit above ADP. Um, me and Matt are strongly against DeAndre Hopkins this year. I'm a 27. Matt, a 29. Matt, you can start us off why we don't love Hopkins. Well, first and foremost, I absolutely hate this offense. It's really just Derrick Henry. That's it. Through the past couple of years, uh, once they got rid of A.J. Brown, I feel like wide receivers just haven't had the opportunity to have success in Tennessee. We saw it with Robert Woods and even sometimes with A.J. Brown, I just don't know how much I trust Ryan Tannehill or whoever's backing him up because Lord knows how long it takes for a QB change. And D-Hop did look good last year, but he is getting a little older. There's just younger guys who I think are going to have a lot better opportunity and a lot better spot, and that's really it. I'm sorry, D-Hop. He may come back and make me regret it. We haven't seen elite D-Hop since COVID 2020. It's now 2023. He's now over – he's 31, starting towards the downtrend here. Yes, Tannehill is still their starting quarterback, which – don't love that either for Hopkins. I'm on the same boat with you, Matt. I just, he's still DeAndre Hopkins. He still has the talent, but this kind of feels like the graveyard for wide receivers in Tennessee. Yeah. We saw it with Julio Jones. Uh, you, who, you can't put these people in the same category. Yes, you can. DeHop was still in his prime last year. He was wide receiver five from the weeks that he's played from seven to 14. Yeah, but it's kind of the same situation where like Julio in 2019, he was wide receiver three. He played half the season in Atlanta, was wide receiver 51, and he looked good in that season. And then that next year he goes to Tennessee. Everyone's like, oh, shit, Titans got another wide receiver with A.J. Brown. And then he was terrible. Like the injuries are catching up to him a little bit, I think. So I'm a little bit nervous. That's the only thing for me. I just think what we saw last year and Traylon Burks already being hurt. 
is helping D Hop. Yeah, he could get a good target share. I hope he's able to stay healthy. I want to see Elite D Hop. Elite D Hop makes the NFL more fun. So I really hope he proves me wrong, but I'm avoiding the risk for D Hop. Uh, unless he falls to me at 27, then I'm scooping him up. <laughs> uh, Tyler Lockett next on the list. This is kind of out of order in terms of ADP, but whatever. Uh, he's currently going wide receiver, 28-69th overall. Uh, T-Gods was supposed to be here to defend his love for his favorite guy, but I guess, Hugh, you're going to have to step up again, <laughs> even though you're only <laughs> one spot above ADP. T-Gods has him at 20, even though he's going 28. Q has him at 27 right above. I'm right below at 30. Matt, you're a little bit further below at 32. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could fill in for T-Gods. I can explain his love for Lockett. You have to really just literally go to Tyler Lockett's stats, and you'll be like, yeah, right. Man, he's still Tyler Lockett. Like, how is that real? <laughs> I think we've just been predicting his downfall for a while now, but since 2018, he was wide receiver 17, wide receiver 13, wide receiver 8, wide receiver 15. And last year, Seemed pretty quiet. Didn't seem like he was doing much. He was still wide receiver 13. <laughs> he might not be the most uh, picture-perfect consistency at wide receiver, um, but even last year he was actually like very consistent. So where we used to see like a 35-point banger from Lockett and then a bunch of threes and fours mixed in. He seems like he's got a pretty solid target share. The only thing that scares me this year, which I was why I have him lower, it was JSN taking a big chunk of his target share in this offense. So that's what scares me away. I assume you guys are in the same boat. Yeah. The down, when when we actually see Tyler Lockett on his downfall, it's going to be hard for Tyler to accept that. Yeah. <laughs> like me and Jarvis Landry. <laughs> You're about five years late. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I wish this was a Temple jersey. This is a Larry Fitz <laughs> Cardinals jersey for the wide receiver episode. Um, I do need to get myself a Temple jersey. Temple alum. I've been uh, meaning to get a Sound Reddick Burge jersey. It's been on my list. I think Q has one. Yeah, no, game worn temple jersey. Oh, yeah, I do have the sign. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Um, all right, moving on to Christian Watson, currently going wide receiver 23 55 overall, so a little bit higher than Lockett. I am the highest, so I will defend my love for him. I have him at 20. Uh, everyone else is below ADP. Q, you're just below at 24. Yeah. Matt and T-Gods have them at 26. Why do you guys not love my guy, Siwat? Because I feel like you have veterans below him that you aren't <laughs> as high on as I am. And I think I do. that's the only difference. I do like him, and Jordan Love looks cap- look, like he could be a good quarterback from what we've seen in the preseason, so... I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to move him up anymore, but I, I do think there's a, some potential for C-Watt. I just move him down one spot because my bias for DJ Moore <laughs> is stronger. Um, <laughs> so DJ Moore's up to 20, Watson 21. But in general, I just love Watson this year. I think I just have a little bit of faith in Jordan Love more than the general public. Obviously, he's not Aaron Rodgers, but we saw a lot of fun from uh, Christian Watson with the deep threat and touchdowns piling up for a stretch last season. Um, I don't think that's going to be the norm, but I do think he has that ability to continue to stretch the field. And I do think he's the best pass catching option on this offense by far. I mean, Romeo Dobbs, I like as well, but I think he's more of just kind of like the dink and dunk slot guy. He's not going to be stretching the field. If this offense wants to have any success, they're going to have to get the ball in Christian Watson's hands. I mean, the other wide receivers on this offense, like it's like a, a name generator. Like you don't know anybody else aside from those two. Samori Torre. Dontavion Wicks, Malik, Those are Heath, fake names. Bo Melton, Deuce Watts, <laughs> Grant DeBose. Like, th- there's not much going on here. They do have another rookie. I don't know why he wasn't listed here. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But um, just make a name. I will believe you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, give me Christian Watson for sure this year. I do think he has solid wide receiver two upside for sure. Um, if not like high end wide receiver two. All right. Uh, good question in the chat. Do you guys prefer early draft positions or late positions, or does it not matter? I want usually, one or 12. Whoa. Interesting. Usually I would prefer like a later position, but this year I feel like I like my teams a lot more when I'm drafting like one through four-ish. 100% agree. I am definitely in favor of like one through five, maybe even six is pushing it a little bit. One through five for me this year is like, where Six my bread and butter, 
I've been liking grabbing like one of those elite guys in the top five. And then when it comes back around, there's still a lot of talent there. And then you also get one of those first choices in the third round. I think that this year is huge um, in drafts. Whereas when you're later, you're kind of put into a pickle where like you're taking a little bit more risk here and there. You can definitely get some strong talent. Uh, like if you're sitting at 12, like Q likes grab two younger wide receivers that have a lot of upside, like Garrett Wilson, Amon or St. Brown, and just stack up running backs later or whatever. There's you basically you have to let every draft come to you, but I'm preferring the early positions. Q1 and 12 is a, a wild take. <laughs> it is. But... You better be praying for your guy in the Royal Rumble. I'm making him the highest overall. Yo, yo, that's making the lowest. We're checking all their overalls when we get there. Uh, if you guys haven't seen uh, Royal Rumble for your draft order, it's electric. Uh, DJ Moore next on the list for differences. ADP wide receiver 20, 50th overall. Q and I both on the money at 20. Uh, right at ADP, so I'm actually not higher than the public right now. I'm, I'm keeping my DJ Moore love in check this year. Oh, stop. Uh, Matt, you hate DJ Moore at 27, and T-Goddess despises him. Q should 30. hate him with me. I, I know, know, but... Q believes. He's a believer. No, I'm not a believer. Don't just let him just trick you. He's a believer in DJ Moore. He will hate DJ Moore the same as he did at the end of last year. Because <laughs> DJ Moore is the same every single year. Once you start to believe, he proves you wrong time in and time again. No, I do not blame DJ Moore. His quarterbacks have been dog water. And Justin Fields is no different. Yeah, they really is no different. Yes, but... he is. Justin Fields is good. He's him. Stop. I'm in on Justin Fields. I have to be in on DJ Moore. Maybe not. Um, DJ Moore, definition of consistency as well. If you're looking for a wide receiver to target, look no further. I mean, last four seasons, even with dog water quarterbacks, wide receiver 16, 23, 18, 24. Last year, obviously a down year, still squeaked his way into the wide receiver two conversation. Um, on this new team, I think he's just going to eat targets alive here. Not much competition. Give me DJ Moore. Give me all the shares of DJ Moore I need. Uh, he said he had Garrett Wilson and I think who we were talking about before? DJ Moore? Watson? Somebody. DJ Moore or Watson. Pretty solid. Um, advice for a first spot pick. Justin Number one Jefferson. overall, <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Lock it in. For sure. I had some yeah, he had DJ Moore as well. Love me some DJ Moore. <laughs> sure. No way a bot ask that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would a bot ask that? Um, yeah, Matt hates DJ Moore. I should hate DJ Moore, but I love him, and I will continue my bias for him. They call that Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, it is a little bit, but whatever. Uh, Matt. Let's move Yo. on to someone you love more than ADP. Drake London, yeah, currently going wide receiver 27, 68th overall. Uh, Matt, you have him the highest at 20, where we have DJ Moore. Yeah. T guys has him at 23. I have him at 24. Q has him at 25. So we all are higher than ADP. But Matt, why do you love him the most out of us? Because I think aside from Bijan, he is the only true threat on this offense i am done believing in kyle pitts it's been three or four years now that he has just let us down every single year and i think the falcons aren't going to be able to run the ball the whole fucking game because their defense sucks and they're going to be down a lot and when they're throwing it they're going to drake london and i think based off volume i mean even last year he showed flashes i think he could have high-end wide receiver two upside and kyle pitts is a non-factor you can't make me believe otherwise seeing what we've seen the past <laughs> few years and i just think he like you think for dj Moore on the bears offense that will be drake london for the falcons offense yeah do you think drake london has some talent i'm a believer in the talent i'm just the only thing that still scares me a little bit is obviously desmond ritter's offense as a whole bit inconsistent force it to him I think London will get some some decent volume this year. And I do agree. Bijan does help take pressure off of Pitts, but I can't believe in Pitts until I see it again. That yeah. man. I never saw it. Yeah. Um, round three, four, and five, who would you target? Really just depends on who's there. Right. Miles like, Sanders. <laughs> I do like Miles Sanders' RB2. Probably round four <laughs> or five. Uh, round four, big Hawkinson area there for me. Big Hawk area. Mark Cooper. Coop in the third, fourth? Yes, sir. 
Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. currently going wide receiver 33, 80th, 80th overall. I have him at 25, highest of all of us. Matt, you're at 28. You guys are at 29, both ahead of ADP as well. Q, not loving Pittman as much this year at 34. Just below ADP, though, so why do you not like Pittman a little bit less than the public? We'll just keep it brief because Anthony it's really not that fun to talk about. Um, down here last year, and he has, I guess you can call a worse quarterback this year, so just not a big fan. I respect it. I still think the volume is going to be there. He had 140 targets last year. I think he's probably going to be around that same uh, area as well in terms of target share. There's literally nobody else to throw to. Q, you kind of like Alec Pierce, but like... I do not like him. You did for a, a period of time. I yeah, like that was, it was just fun. <laughs> like outside of Michael Pittman, it's literally Alec Pierce, Isaiah McKenzie, Josh Downs, second round pick might have something, but he's currently listed behind McKenzie on the depth chart. Uh, Amari Rogers, Jelani Woods, Amari Rogers. I was a believer. That man stinks though. <laughs> so it's Pittman or bust here, um, especially if Jonathan Taylor ends up getting shipped off somewhere. So mm-hmm. Pittman all day. That's the only reason I like him where I have, I'm taking him. It's just the volume is going to be there. I don't think it's going to be as high because Richardson is not going to be slinging it. I think he's going to be, they're going to try to get him like probably 10 to 15 carries a game. Um, Cause that's what he's best at. That's his bread and butter. But when he does pass, I think he has a, a good arm and he can get it to Pittman. He's just going to be force fed 10 yeah. to 12 targets a game. All right. Mike Evans, last one where we have major differences. He's currently going wide receiver 30, 75th overall. T God's supposed to be here to defend his love for Mike Evans all the way up at 22. Matt, you got him at 25. I got him at 28, right above ADP. Q, you're right below. And this is your man's. So I, I want to start with him. you. You have him at 32 below ADP. Why do you not Crazy. Love him? Let, me, let me no, I I convinced myself a couple maybe like last week. So I didn't update this, but uh when have we not seen this guy get a thousand yards? I do like him more than Chris Godwin. I think I have him over Chris Godwin. But that's I've always liked him over Chris Godwin. Godwin below my guy at the 32. <laughs> always, that's crazy. I've always loved him more than Chris Godwin. Uh as long as he continues to score touchdowns and in PPR, he's extremely valuable. So uh, just pretend I didn't put him at 32. Yeah, Q <laughs> moved him up because clearly he was defending this man. Right. Um, <laughs> not so not I guess, 22, though, like T got so. I guess I'll hate a little bit. Like, yes, why receive like a thousand yards every year, consistency. Um, he has been banged up. He is getting older at this point. If there's any year for him to kind of fall off the consistent 1,000 yard seasons, it's the year after Tom Brady retires, where now he has to deal with Baker Mayfield at QB. Maybe that slows him down a little bit. I still have him above ADP. I'm still taking the risk there, but I think there is a chance that he could fall off a little bit this year for sure. Matt, I assume you're in the same boat with Q as to why you love him. Yeah. I mean, obviously the consistency sticks for me. We've seen him do it with garbage quarterbacks in the past. Uh, Obviously Baker's Baker's a downgrade from Winston, Tom Brady. Uh, I wish they would bring Winston back. I would be all in on Mike Evans this year. (laughs) But I think, like Sean said, based off the volume and just the target share, aside from Chris Godwin, there's no real competition. Uh, I think both receivers are going to have decent years, just maybe a little regression based off the uh, QB change. I like it. I like it a lot. I uh, want to shout out Bam for the prime sub. Appreciate Let's go. that. Let's go, Bam. For some reason, it doesn't come up on the, the stream yard, but I did see it in the Twitch chat. So, Bam, appreciate Bam, you. you man. Uh, so, that transitions us directly into our wide receiver two targets, flex targets, and our late round wide receiver targets. These are our favorite at each spot. Q, you can start us off. Who is your favorite wide receiver two targets this season? Uh, my favorite wide receiver two target is Amari Cooper. Finished wide receiver 10 last year. We saw him score a touchdown on Saturday with D-Watt, so the connection is real. Um, you're getting him for an absolute steal, I'd say, because wide receiver one being drafted as wide receiver two. Uh, we just talked about I think it was before the pod, or maybe even during, I forget. Um, we would be happy with him as our wide receiver one if he went two running backs first. So uh, I think he's due for another great year, and – they also don't have another wide receiver outside of Njoku to throw to. So Flash he more. should. Yeah, he's irrelevant. He sticks. He, he could be all right. I kind of. He'll be all right. He'll he's be like be Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah. yeah. 
Coop, was he? he was good get last him first year. Deal. Yeah, I do like Coop. He was solid last year. Um, moving on to you, Matt, wide receiver two, who is your favorite target in that area? I'm going to go with the forgotten one, DK Metcalf. Uh, I think last year, Lockett stole a lot of his shine. Lockett had 10 TDs compared to DK's six. And the two years prior, DK had double digit touchdowns. I know that was with Russ, but I mean, you have DK Metcalf, you're going to throw it to him in the red zone. I see him getting back up to that double digit touchdown mark. And I do see Tyler Lockett kind of falling off a bit, not too much. JSN hurt the first, I think it, he may be out the first four weeks I saw today. Now he so avoided the pup, so there is a chance he's back before first four weeks. Yeah, they said he's going to be on the active oh, roster okay. for week one. Yeah, I he'll be active. So he's not going to probably play week one, but he could be back week two or three. Well, even better. still, I think DK is the number one go-to guy on this offense. And Gino seemed to be comfortable airing it out last year, so I don't see that changing. And I see that being favorable for DK Metcalf, who had a down year last year and still finished wide receiver 16. Yeah. DK is solid. Can't believe Lockett like beat DK. him last year. I, I don't know. He just got outperformed by Lockett last year. Like, why should I love him? <sighs> You'll see. I'm all in on JSN, baby. Get healthy. Um, you just love rookies. I do. <laughs> Dynasty's <laughs> changed me. Start buying into too much hype. Um, my wide receiver two target, not a rookie, DJ Moore. Um, I talked about him enough for you guys to know, but again, Target share is going to be there. He's going to be the top option here. We've seen him flashing in preseason a ton, getting a ton of targets. I think the volume is going to continue. I think Justin Fields is going to be take a step up this year as a passer as well. So DJ Moore is wide receiver two target where he's being drafted. I love it. I think you, he can finish towards the higher end of wide receiver two this year. Take him at his ADP for sure. If not, a little bit higher. Uh, Q, back to you favorite flex target at wide receiver <laughs> we've talked to him talked about him to death at this talked point. about this whole offense to death. <laughs> tyler lockett locked in a top <laughs> as a top 20 wide receiver there's not much else to say fuck the downfall maybe maybe it'll come next year it'll probably it's probably coming but uh as of right now he's a pretty good pretty good flex spot yeah believe in gino baby gino i don't really him. believe in him but he failed I, me. I, I just believe in the receivers. Yeah. <laughs> They'll carry him to greatness. All right, Matt, who is your favorite flex target? Favorite flex? My guy, Brandon Ayuk. I know last year we had an up and down year with Ayuk, but he still managed to finish wide receiver 15. Insane. Uh, I know Debo missed some time, but even with him being healthy, I would not be surprised if Brandon Ayuk had a better season than Debo Samuel. Debo stinks. I'm not as big on Debo this year as maybe a couple years prior, but I think Ayuk is a steady part of this offense. I see him just continuing to improve off of last season. He only seems to get better. So I like Ayuk a lot. Purdy seems to like him as well, and him being the starter kind of helps his case as well. Yeah. Ayuk is definitely a solid flex target. I did snipe Matt in our uh, Beat the Bros draft. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't triple dip on Pittman and my whole dynasty team. I had to switch it up. <laughs> Moving on to my favorite flex target, Marquise Hollywood Brown. Ugh. Look, <laughs> I know the only reason I really like him this year he is like the unsexy pick. He's going in the same range of draft right now at his ADP as Jahan Dotson, Jordan Addison, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I wonder uh, why. After George Pickens, like, Hollywood is better than all of those guys. Hollywood, he's not like like insane, but when he has been healthy on the Cardinals, he has put up solid numbers. I know the QB situation is not great, but Kyler should be back in the midway point of the season. And even without Kyler early on, there's no one else to throw to aside from Rondell Moore. Tight ends might get a little bit of volume, but Hollywood is going to be the focal point on this offense that's going to be down probably 40 to zero in every single freaking game. Hollywood's going to get force-fed targets. D-Hop is not there anymore. Hollywood's the wide receiver one. I'm taking him at ADP of 34, 35 wide receiver, whatever it is, all day, every day as my flex for sure. I think you can get him as your wide receiver four and feel very comfortable with him. Uh, before we get into our later round uh, wide receiver targets, quick question in the chat. Is Travis Kelsey, Rashad White, and Mike Evans? Look at his picture. 
uh, for Josh Jacobs, Higgins, <laughs> and Pat Fryermuth, a good trade for 10-team PPR. Uh, uh, it depends which side you're getting because I like the Josh Jacobs, Higgins, and Pat Fryermuth side. I, might I think by a good bit. I, I don't know. Kelsey's pretty big piece in that trade. I know, but you're still getting like a top – Possibly top five running back, uh, possible top 10, at least top 15 wide receiver, and probably a top 10 tight end. Well, I think I'm on the other side. I still like Kelsey, Rashad White. I would assume whoever has Kelsey has other options on their team that are um, better than Rashad White and Mike Evans. I would assume you have a better running back and wide receiver already. So I don't think you're going to upgrade too much there, whereas like, Kelsey's like a major difference maker there with Frymouth. I don't love this year. I have him at like 13. I'm not in on Frymouth. That's yeah. a huge downgrade at that position for where you drafted Kelsey to give him up for some dude's second and third round pick for your first round pick. Can't I, I don't love it. I don't love it. I don't know. Can't buy you. I'll take the Kelsey side. Oh, okay. Well, at the end of the day, we're split here, which means it's relatively fair. So. Go with your gut is what I always say. Um, but I also like always making sure that I'm getting the best player in the trade, and Kelsey is the best player in that trade, or at least trying to. Fair enough. Oh, right. Late round wide receiver targets. Q, you can start us off. I don't know how late this man is going, but we'll count it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I can give you quick, 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 quick. Uh, late round target. Hit me with it. OBJ? Uh, yeah, OBJ, number one, <laughs> the number one wide receiver on this on the Ravens offense. Uh, he's going to be the healthiest one, definitely. So uh, they brought in a, the offensive cool. coordinator who loves to throw the ball. That's why I hate J.K. Dobbins. They're going to be throwing the ball. Lamar's not going to run the ball anymore. Odell right, Beckham wrong. Jr. Top twenty-five finish, getting him where like wide receiver fifty. I don't know where are you getting him. What's where? his ADP? ADP hey, Odell. Oh yeah, give me a sec. Sorry, I was like so confused. What ADP you're saying. He's currently being 61. Drafted. Holy crap, he fell that far. No yeah. way. And he's finished. Maybe I'm looking at standard. 25. Yeah, you might be on standard. I couldn't find him. Oh, yeah, he's getting he's at 40 right now. So he's actually he's actually creeping. Oh, wait, up a these are bit. my rankings. <laughs> <laughs> ADP is 40, 98th overall. So Matt hates. Oh, OBJ. I also like Corden Sutton. Corden Sutton as well. Good okay. late round target. Going back to back in ADP. Um I don't hate it. I think OBJ has some uh, some value there if he floats late, but I will talk about that offense in a minute for while, while Matt talks about his favorite late-round target at wide receiver. Tyler plays. We will get to your question after we get through our late-round targets here. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers plus one, Alan Lazard. Uh, I mean, <laughs> obviously they already have the connection from Green Bay. I feel like that helps Lazard's case a lot. As much as we like uh, Garrett Wilson this year, not every single target can go to him. I'm not too concerned about any receivers past Alan Lazard or the tight ends for that matter. And we've saw he – I believe he just had a touchdown in the last preseason game. Uh, so the connection's still there. Uh, Rodgers needs a second go-to guy, and Lazard's going to be that. So I feel like he could carve out a decent role on this offense. Yeah. I think he can be a solid late-round target for sure. He has some flex upside. Um, my late-round target, the other wide receiver on the Ravens, Zay Flowers. Uh, I am excited for the rookie this year. I don't love OBJ. I'm hopeful that we can see some vintage OBJ, but I'm not a full believer that he's going to be fully back, ready to go, and and also be able to stay on the field after – how old is OBJ at this point? 30. Not he's he's got some mileage on him. He's got hey, a little bit of mileage. Shown ages because then you won't be able to to. Uh, I can write anybody like off that. as soon as they hit age thirty, baby. I write them <laughs> off. Phew, I can't wait until DJ Moore hits thirty. I'll cry. Can't wait until you turn thirty, Sean. Look, man, <laughs> I'm writing Sean off. Don't write me off. Want to replace him? Getting kicked off the podcast. Although you get turning thirty before me. Um, look, <laughs> everybody comes to age thirty. My boy Jarvis Landry had to accept it this year. Like it happens. Zay Flowers, 22, looked very good in preseason. Obviously, it's early. I'm not fully buying in just because of preseason. He was also very good in college. They invested draft stock in him, and Lamar wanted weapons. They went out and got him weapons. Zay Flowers, I'm not a huge fan of Rashad Bateman. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. Uh, and then OBJ, obviously, I love the talent. I want to see him stay healthy. I want to see him play well. 
but I think Zay Flowers is going to be a consistent option for Lamar over the middle. So give me Zay Flowers late in drafts. He's going around the same as OBJ. I like the upside more there. I like it. A couple questions in the chat. Let's start with Tyler Plays, non-PPR 12-man league. Start two running backs, two wide receivers, one flex, six-point passing touchdowns. Traded Devontae Smith and Ramondre for Jonathan Taylor and Mike Williams. Mm, That was nasty. That's... Like it's it. non PPR, so I do like Mike Williams more in non PPR than Smitty. He is definitely more of like the deep threat yardage guy. Um, maybe not more than Smitty, but more maybe like JT like, more I would than bump him up. in uh, yes, as well. In non PPR, I like that more because JT's a big running back, Ramondre's big pass catcher, hurts his stock a little bit too. But I still think this is a I would have preferred Smitty and, and Ramondre just a little bit. I don't think it's that bad of a trade in non-PPR, though. Although, I don't think any of us have played in non-PPR league in like three years. Uh, anyone doing a league, feel free to add our man's Donovan St. Louis. Looking for a league. Just beat Matt's background. That's his house, man. What do you mean? <laughs> Ooh, Strawberry Hills. <laughs> Strawberry Hills. Just make it up neighborhoods. <laughs> uh, Donovan said, we almost 30. It's scary. I'm not writing us off, though. We're still here. Gator. Sean, Gator you bring yourself off. Already. And Gator said, "Howdy." He howdy. wasn't here at the beginning to say "Super Peach Bros" or another Mario <laughs> character, <laughs> Super Donkey Kong. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to our bold takes. Q, who is what is your bold take for wide receiver? I forget what episode I said this, but it was early, like when we just started back up for this season. CD Lamb finishes wide receiver one. <laughs> And that may be hurt now if Trey Lance ends up playing at some point in the season. But I doubt it. Um, we saw last year he was rece- getting so many targets, so many yards. He was basically the only one touching the ball outside of uh, the running back. So I think he's due for another big season. And he gets to play the NFC East defenses, including the Eagles, because he cooked us last year. So he's, he's bound for a great up, season. You. Fucking dirtbag. <laughs> Fucking fan of Big Blue and the star now. I hate you. He's a scumbag. <laughs> Not a real bird. I don't want to share a fantasy team with you ever again. Get to share two. No, nah, I do like CD this year, though. I can't lie. He is going to be solid. Um, Slay Island's locking him up, though. Oh, right. Matt. Yeah. Matt, to you, wide receiver, bold take. I like this one. It's spicy. Calvin Ridley, top five. Welcome back <laughs> to the NFL, my man. Top I'm excited five. to see him. Yep. We saw Christian Kirk have a great year last year, finished like wide receiver 13 or something. Calvin Ridley, obviously more talented than uh, – Is he? Yeah, he is because in the past we've seen him finish inside the top five, and I think he could get back to that again. I feel like Doug Peterson made this offense a lot more pass happy. They don't really have a true runner depending on how much they want to use Tank Bigsby, but I feel like this offense is going to be throwing the ball a lot. And Evan Ingram, as I said earlier, don't see as much of a threat for target share. So I think Ridley could have a great year this year. He's going to get fed. People are going to want to see him get the ball, and he will finish top five. Maybe. It's a bold take. <laughs> Maybe. Um, why is why does Sleeper have Calvin Ridley's ranking for 2022 as if he played any time? <laughs> he was 908th. Yeah, exactly. receivers, apparently <laughs> 5,562nd overall. It's pretty good. Only room to go up. Nah, I like that, though. He was a top five wide receiver when he left, so we'll see if he can get back there. Yep. Um, My bold take, going to the commanders. This one's a little bit spicy. I have Jahan Dotson finishing higher than Terry McLaurin. I don't know how much I can fully buy in, but I really do like Jahan Dotson um, as a player. I like his route running. It's crisp. It's clean. Terry McLaurin's going to see all of the uh, number one corners. Dotson, second year in the NFL now, a little bit of uh, food in his tummy, I guess you could say. <laughs> a little bit of experience under his belt. I think he's no ready to that. take the next – I just made that up. It actually kind of works, though. It kind of makes sense. Kind of. But I would. I don't want to hear that again. Gets <laughs> <laughs> a little appetizer. Uh, yeah, but I'm just a big believer in Jahan Dotson's talent. Terry McLaurin already heading into the season a little bit banged up. Um, Sam Howell could see him – already having a little bit more of a connection with Dotson also being on the team last year um, as like a rookie playing on the second team and whatnot. Dotson obviously played it probably a little bit more early in preseason and second team and whatnot with Sam Howell than Terry did. 
And I just like Dotson this year. I think he can put up some numbers. That is it for tight ends, wide receivers, uh, all of our ranks there. So we have completed every position, quarterbacks and running backs already on our YouTube and Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, wide receivers, tight ends. Those will be up after this. Uh, quick question in the chat before we get to some trivia with Q. Can you rate this team <laughs> 10 team PPR? Uh, Herbert, Chubb, Jacobs, Smitty, Higgins, Fryermuth, and Ramondre. Okay, so he was getting Kelsey. So I do kind of like yeah. it. Especially yeah. looking at your team now, we're like, right. that's that's not that bad. Um, yeah, I, that's a very solid team. Out of ten, what do you guys think? Like I'll a, say uh, eight, just because Pat Farmuth is like the the thing. He's yeah. Yeah, he's the only downside. I think it's like an eight. But outside of that, though, it's like everything there is so solid. Ramondre flex and PPR is dirty, and that's what you sacrifice getting the Pat Farmuth to get that right. skill position like depth. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if he would have drafted Kelsey, he would have sacrificed maybe T or Smitty or Montre Flex for. Yeah, he probably would have got uh, Chubb for sure. Yeah, which would have hurt. Um, and then you downgrade a little bit down the line, but I like that. I like that team a lot. Mm-hmm. I honestly wouldn't feel like you have to make a move yet. It's super early. I would kind of stay put. Yep, that team has championship potential. All right. Q, trivia. I think we are playing some Wavelength today. Wavelength. A makeshift version of Wavelength. If you can uh, space this out like when I put shit on the screen, just because I'm going to put stuff on the screen. All right, there we go. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's kind of a makeshift version of Wavelength because I know the numbers. Basically, I'm going to give you um, a category with a picture, uh, a picture that relates to the category. You guess the number for each of the three rounds, and then at the end, I'll tell you that uh, you guys tell me the number you believe it is. It's between one and 10. So I've seen between one and a hundred and that's pretty insane. That's uh, insane. So right, we'll do so one, one to 10. ten. Uh, hopefully we're all on the same wavelength. You guys are playing against each other, I guess. So yeah, I'm staying in the, the private chat just in case. Feel yep. free to play along in the chat, throw out your guesses for the number uh, for the wavelength here. All right. So we will begin here. Uh, the first category is nfl fan bases and the fan base is the oh sorry is the tennessee titans tight so that okay. is the fan base uh okay uh we can move on to the next category which is um so wait NFL. do we have to have a number for each of these categories? no 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 you just so, kind of want to take the three ideas and gotcha. come up with one number Finally, yeah, one number that defines all three so like whatever you're at right now should be like a number one through ten and then yeah. this next one might move it up or down a little bit yeah so the number or the second uh category is nfl jerseys and we have the packers acme packers jerseys okay okay would it be easier if i gave you like one or two off of the number that you guys picked no or like no okay just okay. we're just gonna roll with it okay that definitely drop me down <laughs> And number three, we have Sean's ability to not be biased towards (laughs) the players he loves. (laughs) Oh, shit. I got my number in. All right. My ability, dude, that dropped it way down. Holy shit. All right. right. I I, I have my number. All right. You guys, should I tell you the number or do you guys want to tell me? Well, yeah, we say about our guesses. Yeah. All right, Matt. One, two. It was two. That's crazy. <laughs> I Dude, I started at seven for the Titans. I thought I started at six. I was like, they're, I'm like they're the loyal. Titan- no, but it's like the Titans fan base, base is like boring. So yeah, I thought, they are definitely boring. Tighten up. <laughs> I thought this would drop one of you down to one. It almost did. I was between one <laughs> and two, but I stuck with two. All right, let me uh, upload it. The bias dude, I dropped from like the jersey. <laughs> I went from like seven to like five, and I was like, maybe three. Like, maybe the jersey's that bad. No, the jersey dropped this, me down to two, and this, this solidified threw me that down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, T got the longest pot ever. We're just going to trivia, but we did do wide receivers and tight ends in just about an hour. So I call that a dub. I would too. I don't know where the other picture is. Come on, Q. All right, we'll just start. I'll upload it as we play. Yeah, get me off the screen, dude. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the first <laughs> the first category is draft position. So drafting from the sixth spot in a 12-team draft. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm getting this picture up. All right. 
the hell is not coming up? All right, I'll just say. Um, the second picture is supposed to be maybe the, maybe it'll come now. I like the visuals, but it's not showing up. So the second picture is uh, having Tony Pollard as your running back one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is all over the place. <laughs> and the third picture, oh sorry, is being <laughs> down thirty on some, going into Sunday Night Football with your quarterback and tight end left. Okay, that's that's a little better. That's definitely a little better. All right, I have a number. Uh, in my head. All right, yeah. Back up. Yo, get it off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got it. three, two, one, six. Five. It was seven. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was tough. I think that last one pushed me up because I was almost at like I was sitting at like five or four with uh Tony Powers or RB one. I'm not like I love Tony. I Can thought five actually... was just like a mid. Everything there was just like yeah, I thought it was mid. That's why I went a little bit above for that last one because I was like yeah, quarterback tight end. Uh, Q, I think you're higher than Pollard. Higher on us. Higher than all of us on Pollard actually. So I think that makes a difference too. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I don't think you are. Let me check. I have Pollard. Where do you have Pollard at? You? I believe I have him at like nine or something. Oh, maybe you're the lowest then. I have Pollard at nine. Yeah, you guys are the lowest. I'm higher on Pollard. I have him at seven. And I still was, didn't believe in the seven. <laughs> uh, but that I think was, the six was throwing me off. I don't like picking from six. That was Eight. it for me. I I mean, we did. You guys did well. You got one of two, so I can try this again on Thursday. It was fun. Or tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Hate this view. <laughs> <laughs> or like on NFL Live. All right. ESPN, here we are. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that's a wrap for the episode this week. That is the trivia. I don't know how to get this back to normal. Just me again. All right, here we go. Get the picture up. No, get the picture out of here. <laughs> Delete that. <job. laughs> Yo, I don't do my hair like that. Just so knows. <laughs> that was a that's one why you're always wearing that. That was a picture. That's my hair during the wedding. My wife exposed me. Um, that is a. I just said my wife. Feels so weird. Know, that's that was weird. weird. <laughs> um, that is a wrap for all of our positional rankings. We've tweaked them here and there. So check our website for a full list of our rankings broken down by position. If you think Matt is the best of all of us, his rankings are there. Cues are there. Mine are there. We don't have a consensus, so you got to pick your favorite. Pick who you like. Pick <laughs> um, your own. We've broken down pretty much every team, every position with our rankings, uh, thoughts, bold takes. So we appreciate you guys hanging out over the past few months. Coming up, we have two of our favorite episodes. Tomorrow, we will be back. Second annual NFL record predictions. And then next week, we will be doing our preseason award show. Uh, giving the spiciest takes possible, going through, handing out awards at each position. If you haven't been there before, make sure you are there <clears throat> next week. Stay tuned for all the upcoming content. We'll also get our rankings posted on Instagram as well, just for a clean look. If you guys are looking for that, make sure you're following us there and on Twitter. Um, also, take advantage of our sponsors. Helps us out a ton. Super FB for Underdog Fantasy, as I mentioned earlier. And take advantage of discounted sports gear at Fanatics. They are probably running a sale every single week. If you use the link in our bio, helps us out a ton. Get your favorite player's jersey before the season starts. Also, finally, make sure you follow the Old City Sports Network. ton of other great podcasts, ton of sponsors we have over there. Um, I think we have, like, some cannabis sponsors now, too. Uh, Ooh, yeah. We have some good stuff over there. Beard sponsors. Get your beard groomed. Check it out. And also some good podcasts. See you guys tomorrow. Peace.